It is October 27th, 2018. Brother Mikey. Kaboom. Brother Christopher in the house. Together, doing it. Like all the girls said we couldn't. <laughs> they always doubted us. Like all the ladies who There's, stood in our way. You're way too cool to podcast. There's no way. Your dick's too big. You're just too good and personable. There's no way you'll succeed in podcasts. That's light up what they the, all said. Lighten up the room everywhere you go. Yeah. What's going on? Doing pretty good. How about you? It's going. Jersey, I tweet. I forget who posted. Probably some random person who was like their one super great tweet. But it was like, if you ever had to see a white guy who you ask him how, how they're doing, they say it's going. It's like, nah, that guy's been through some shit. I could see it. If I say it, the juji, my way of uh, informing people to stop asking. Oh, yeah. I never, it's one of those things where it's just like, I mean, I guess it's just a different, like, attitude of like, oh, yeah, some people are like, ah, oh, just ask, you know, and be like, how you doing? Like, okay. It's like, man, it almost hurts. Be like, but I really want to tell you, it's all bad. It's all hurting. Help me. <laughs> Save me, Brian. I worked at a, a deli, like, when I was in college, and it was like an older Hispanic lady that worked there, and she's like, how's it going, Mike? Like, oh, everything's okay, I guess. She's like... You know you could tell me if it wasn't. <laughs> I was like, that's so nice. And she actually meant it. That's a nice thing. I never actually. did, but... That's a nice thing if you actually get that from somebody, though. But she was that lady that, like, everybody that had a problem was, like, constantly bitching to. So it's like, you don't need one more of these mouths. <laughs> uh, usually, if there's somebody who's, like, stressing it, then they're like, hey, I made my bed. If people want to come to me to talk, then yeah. let them come. I murdered her two weeks later. Oh. Is that what that skin suit is in your closet? Yeah, it's getting pretty funky. Yeah, I was looking for some socks. <laughs> skin suit. I was like, can I wear this? I already broke into your car. I didn't find any there. Yeah. <laughs> While you were in class, too, I thought maybe you'd, you'd slip up and forget something. <laughs> getting pretty, pretty, pretty snatchy with these socks. Getting pretty chintzy with these socks, Mikey. <laughs> Share and share alike. That's the contract we signed on socks when we moved in. Yeah, exactly. No, that was the cheese contract, which we both have been fucking up. Cheese is still constantly going bad in there. Yeah, cheese has been going bad in there a lot. A lot of eggs, too. Hey, we finally cleaned out the refrigerator, though. Isn't that a big deal? I know nobody listening can give less of a fuck about the fact that it's like, hey, they're kitchen cleaner. I didn't clean out the refrigerator. Maybe not the refrigerator. Stuff around there. The cupboard. <laughs> yeah. Cupboard. The fridge de- probably does Off need the to be floor bit. What is it, October? Late October. Deep into October. I think that fridge was cleaned May-ish? June? I'm sure there's some stuff in there. It's still good. I, I cleaned out a couple of old, <laughs> That's still old good. <laughs> cabinets. Yeah. You're like, look, I know it's a rogues gallery of expired food, but there's got to be at least there's two or three There's got to be one good thing of condiments. Morsels lying yeah. around. There's got to be at least one thing of mustard in there we could still use. Of the, thirteen, of the 13. There's only three, I think. No, that was the last cleanup process. But I'll spare it, because I think I already regaled the podcast audience of that when it happened. Probably. It's been a while. Mikey's bitch list. <laughs> so, what's on your mind? What's new? Uh, well, just, I saw Metallica last weekend in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. And, and so you're wearing a t-shirt? Yes. I How much a, was it? $40. I should have done a game. Or, no, we already did this. Yeah, I mean, I already you were, it. Yeah. Um, it's very overpriced. 
And, and that's uh, every band T-shirt is when you get it at the concert. The tour, it's, I thought, I assume Metallica is probably on the high end because they don't tour frequently. I think that's what I heard most. To- like most, bands I feel like if I go to are. a swap, I feel like if I go to like a, an old rundown bingo hall to see corn, I'm not going to have to pay forty dollars for the I corn. I think shirt. you're still paying more. I think you're paying that same price for corn. Maybe you're not paying that same price for whoever the band that did Hemorrhage was. Maybe they're not commanding high T-shirt prices. <laughs> I mean, Trapped insists on still trying <laughs> to charge prices. Again, I think Trap might still be a little higher than the guys from Did Hemorrhage. See, that's why, because we know Trapped is the band. I don't know who did the song Hemorrhage. I'm not even sure what the song Hemorrhage is. Hemorrhage! Hemorrhage again! I'm not sure. I'm, if you heard, hold on. We don't right, need now to. We have to I, I swear to God, we don't need to do All this. Right, well, you could do that. I'm going to pull this up. Continue on with the conversation, though. Oh, I'll just vent. All right. Well, anyway, Metallica was awesome. Uh, I'm pretty sure I did it. I mentioned it on the podcast before. When I saw him in Philly, I saw him with a friend. And we both, even though both shows and the show ended with Enter the Sandman, which I love Metallica. Enter the Sandman is probably like my 50th favorite Metallica song. So we both agreed to bolt out of there. We made it from like the ground to outside to in an Uber within like six minutes Mm -hmm. and back at the hotel like five minutes later. So this time I went with three other people. And two of them were fine with doing that. And one guy was like, nah, man, that's disrespectful to the band. That's the last song. We really should do it. And constantly during the night while we were out drinking and having dinner, it's like, yeah, but imagine that, dude. We hit that Uber and we're back at the house like in 10 minutes. How sweet is that going to be? As opposed to an hour and a half. And we finally talked him into it that the last minute he's like, fine. Let's, as they're starting, enter the same man. Like, dun, 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 dun. He's like, all right, fine, let's bolt. And we bolt and made it outside the building in three and a half minutes. Mm-hmm. And none of, and relied on who turned out to be the drunkest member of the party, but the guy that was most familiar with Pittsburgh to be like, where should we walk to catch a Uber? Because no Uber is going to come right by the stadium. Like, forget that. So you have to go a couple blocks away. And he's like, uh, is this way? And we went that way. And it was some like non-Uber spot where they wouldn't come to. Anyway, we were there 45 minutes. <laughs> oh, God. And we sacrificed, made ourselves look like, and we got the same look from people as we were walking out. Like, what are you doing, man? It's Enter the Sandman. It's like, but I could get home in a decent time. <laughs> I can get to bed. They're like, wait, are you being like an irresponsible adult in a Metallica concert? Holding my Sophia purse. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, okay, yeah. It's, it's... In my hands! In my hands again! Yeah, yeah, I know this. Yeah, I don't know. I think they're from Harrisburg. I don't know. <laughs> Fuel, apparently, is the band's name. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, the only reason I even remember this band is because they used to do those giant, like, uh, like rock song albums. Back when, like, Now Music was a huge yeah. deal. It was like, rock now, or something like that. And they would be one of the people they'd include in like the, the commercial for mm-hmm. it. Like, ooh, I could own Hemorrhage in my hands? They're and still the- doing those. They just don't promote them as much anymore. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, it's not a bad idea, considering for a long time it was like the notion of like, oh, well, I just want to get the singles from these yeah. artists. I'm just trying I'm just to DJ them. this 12-year-old's birthday party. Yeah, why don't I just download the songs that are all important to that, or whatever. Though apparently on Spotify, that's changing. Because Spotify will let you list, like, Spotify generally sets things up by album. Mm-hmm. So you'll mix an album and listen to it that way. Oh, okay. So we're hearing a lot more album stuff coming. 
being big. I should get on Spotify at some point. You never use it at all? Nope, not once. Huh. Sounds scary and foreign to me. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's free. It's You've used Pandora before, right? No. Oh my god, you... <laughs> Mikey, have you let the technology eggs go right by you? No, there's no way. I'm on the cutting edge. <laughs> I signed up for Twitter last week. That's Mikey, not... we're all on Mastodon now. It, there's been no news of this on my BlackBerry. <laughs> my pie would go off if something was happening. Hold on, let me check my Palm Pie. Let me check my Newton. No update. <laughs> my Newton. Try and shake it. I was like one Simpsons reference, like I have no idea what this is. I did like eventually go back and check it out. I forget why. I watched some documentary on like the Newton and Apple and that came up. But the concert was still good? Still pretty sweet. It was uh it's following my uh my string of like cities I go to and there being some sort of like mass shooting or terrorist attack within like a couple months. This is just a week now. Yeah, I mean I don't think the Metallica concert was at the synagogue specifically, but No, same city though. It's a big city. So I'm not cursed. <laughs> no, I don't think... I mean, one, do you want to? Do we want, like, the FBI investigating? Like, sir, why are you going to these cities? Are you well, just as a police? thought experiment. Uh, on an unrelated note, I'll be spending the next several months in New Jersey. <laughs> no going up and down the coast. <laughs> Did you have a, a specific topic you wanted to talk about? Uh, I have a couple. Okay, go for it. Um... I was mowing the lawn last week, mm. and as I'm circling around, I see there's like a giant pile of Scotia poop on the the lawn, and like, all right, well, make a mental note. That's where that is. Make sure you stop before you hit it. And when I was listening to a podcast and stopped paying attention, stepped right into it. Like, it could, if we, if I was filming a movie where I had to step in this dog shit and you gave me ten takes, no, it still wouldn't have been as perfect as it was. And I think I've seen it. I think I've seen the after where there's like a huge smear of dog food. And to the point where I even felt it under the sneaker, like, ooh. <laughs> not, not like through your shoe to your sock, right? No, it didn't oh, seep God. in, but like it, was, like it was enough of a direct hit that I actually like felt the... The quakes in my soul, like ugh. You're like that's a nerve. And knew exactly like that's dog shit. Like that's not even mud. There's no way. Was it like a comedic, like a comical, like whoop? And you like jumped into the air. No, I kept landed butt first <laughs> into it. But first, the, and like, for some leaped reason, up, slipped, and, and fell then face for some first. reason, I was out there like in another shovel of dog poop over here, and just <laughs> flopped it right onto your chest. Like, oh, I was oh. screaming, no! <laughs> and that's where Big Show's also mowing the lawn. He steps on the dog poop on your chest and lands on top of you. Mom comes out and accidentally throws a funnel in my direction <laughs> and lands like perfectly in between my lips. Ooh. No, more liquid poop this way. <laughs> Finally. Was it a great moment for you? No, it was pretty annoying at the time. <laughs> but it was funny to think about the next day. Like, I couldn't have, on purpose, I couldn't have hit that pile of poop like, more directly. Alright, take seven. Mike, can you please actually step in this dog poop? <laughs> You're like, yeah. It was like, a, it was like hitting the, the heart of the, the Death Star. Just like that one little hole. It's just like... <laughs> <laughs> just right before you're doing it. Use the force, Mikey. What was that? And, yeah. to, and to have said yeah, to myself, gross. 
90 seconds beforehand, like, well, make sure you get that. And I had any faith in myself that I was going to remember that. It's all be there, right? Where you're just like, I don't know. You got this. I'm going to make this mental note, and then as soon as the opportunity presents itself, I'm going to completely whiff on it. You're pretty sharp. It's not like your short-term memory is one of your biggest flaws. I have that anytime because I'm doing the delivery stuff. And I'm trying to like make a mental note anytime in downtown. Remember where all the spots you can park in a parking meter are. Every time I finish a drive, I like I get like I'm back to our house. I'm like, God damn it! I didn't look for a remember that spot. poodle in a wig that walked by. <laughs> I'm like, I saw that dude on the sit down bike again. Man, it's so crazy. It feels like it'd be too dangerous to drive. Man, aren't there laws? Wasn't I supposed to do something? It's like I have like an Applebee sandwich I'm already eating. Like, oh, this isn't mine. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Oh dear. I have ever wondered if that's a thing, that if somebody just, I don't know, if they're so baked out of their mind, or just an asshole, I guess, just starts eating the person's food, if they just be like, oh, I better send this into Grubhub, as like, I've been in a horrific accident, I won't be able to make it, you should send a new order to Applebee's, and I'll pick that one up, or something like that. Yeah, you're bound to get away with at least one of those. <sighs> That'd be a real risky keep, right? What do you mean? <laughs> like on the situation where if they start really grilling me eventually I have to be like alright fine I ate the goddamn <laughs> the ribs you got me alright I think you got at least one of those you're fine just on like good faith like okay well they think they they give you each one good faith devouring the customer's food only one and then the second time there's probably like paperwork you have to sign or a phone <laughs> interview Certainly not. I've had absolutely no contact. So what were you delivering? Oh, this delicious sloppy Joe. And uh, what happened? Well, smelled really good. And I said, fuck it. And I just ate it all. Didn't give a slightest fuck as to who was uh, ordering. And um, here we are now. Do you feel bad? Oh, God. No. no. I mean, my bowels are going to be a little rumbly in my tumbly a little bit later. This is attorney-client privilege, right? Like, I'm not your attorney. There's nothing even remotely like You're a contractor. You don't even... You, I'm, have, you have no rights. I'm with the Grubhub Special Investigative Unit. <laughs> G-H-U. <laughs> G-I-U. Gooey. <laughs> oh, no. Gooey's here. Now, I... I think the second one immediately does pose questions, but... You could definitely pull it off once. If you ever got, like, something ridiculous in there where you're like, I can't. You know what? Fuck it. It's such a weird move, though, in my mind, where I'm just like, it could possibly happen. And I'm like, you know what? I've worked most jobs where I've been like, I've never been at that point. Like, I was at the movie theater and just been like, who would ever want popcorn while you're working? And it's reached a point where you're so bored and hungry, you're just like, you're fucking wrong. I just dip your face right into the popcorn popper. Um, anyway, that might happen with this. <laughs> Dive so. in like Scrooge McDuck. Like. Oh, yeah. Just that little snorkel. People were just like... We can still see you. You're still buried halfway out of it. Tiny little shark spin strapped to your back. I'm a, see, it's like a Jaws for the movie theaters. It's like a Jaws reference. This is okay. So it's, yeah, it's all kosher then, right? I'll be with you when I'm done my 15-minute uh, co- <laughs> when I have my break from eating popcorn. It's just me, like, dumping chicken into my face. They're just like, hey, you can't do it. I'm like, no, I'm reenacting that scene for me, 3 E.T., where he has, like, the Reese's Pieces. We didn't have any, so I ate chicken instead. But, like, one, absolutely we have Reese's Pieces. and one of the most trademark foods in the movie theater. Two, it actually should have been number one. That is not a reenactment of it. You can't be eating chicken here. 
The popcorn was at least cost effective. <laughs> yeah, we don't give a fuck. You could throw half this thing of popcorn down the drain. It cost us the nickel. But... When I asked you 15 minutes ago, you'd never even seen E.T. Well, I still haven't, I assure you. But I'm pretty sure there's a scene where he eats chicken. Yeah, bits and pieces, yeah. Yeah, he eats, he eats Reese's Pieces. It's the thing. No, it's oh. from uh, Late in Shape of Water, where the fish god eats the cat. Yeah. Cat in this is Boom. chicken. Nailed it. It is, right? <laughs> We're not too good at serving cat, are we? Have I been eating so much cat that I don't know the taste anymore? You put your fedora with your little press index card in it. Am I, am I getting the hot scoop here? <laughs> am I about to blow this case wide open? Ladies and gentlemen, and all the ships at sea. I guess. Would it have been like a big of a news update for people at sea? To like turn their attention like, hey man, I'm not even on, I'm not even on land. What do I care? Oh, to get the news that... AMC chicken nut or regal chicken well, nuggets actually kind I mean not like, I'm just not even assuming that but I mean like at all time it's like if they're just like uh, you know the duke is coming down to visit us or you know whatever whatever old timey fancy thing would happen uh, I guess it would depend where you live like BBC uh, like the Santa has just been shot fit for everyone at sea like what fuck you I have to deal with tidal waves and krakens. Well, nowadays there's so back then there would have been so little room for news like they wouldn't even have time to do every mass shooting so yeah, I mean, that's that's the thing. There was, what was it recently? There was like, oh, like Trump was involved in like the biggest like fraud investigation in presidential history. And then like it was the next day it was him like, Twitter's such a dying platform. Let's go over it. I'm seeing people like Donald Trump on Twitter. I'm like, no, you can't fall into this. You can't let him rope-a-dope you every time something like this happens. Where he immediately makes up some bullshit about nothing. The mileage that dude got out of fucking complain about players kneeling that still goes on today like you gotta recognize even if he's doing it subconsciously like he's not a super genius you can't let his bullshit be the thing you get angry about no it's such a stupid trick and he just keeps getting away with it with like 40 percent of the country oh it's it's crazy like when i'm seeing people and it's just like oh i look at this guy complaining about twitter being like oh can you believe it he called uh what's her name a horse face you're just like oh my god this He's like, he's about to take away rights from transgender people and, like, fucking start a war with, like, a, a Saudi Arabia. And Get rid of like that, that tranny bathroom at KFC. Yeah, that's the best one to poop in. <laughs> the ribbon cutting. That's the one you want. It's where you get the best leg room. Come on. <laughs> That'd be sweet if, like, the, like, the whatever, option C bathrooms were much more majestic inside and nice. So, like, they'd even be, like, a. It'd be like a Four Seasons bathroom inside a Greyhound bus station, so you just start carrying a wig with you everywhere you go in case you have to poop. You're like, well, I'm using option C. I don't know what option C would even be. Uh, unisex, whatever. A gender neutral one? I mean, I'm almost at the point now where, and maybe it's just something that comes with age, where you've reached the point where you're like, I don't care who's in the bathroom when I'm pooping at this point anymore. I mean, whatever. <laughs> Who am I holding myself up for? No, not a, and if it's if it's to the point where I'm shitting in public, then I, I'm on dire straits right now. Anyway, yeah, like I'm not, I'm not holding myself together for anybody. I'm very rarely more than four miles from my house, so something is amiss. Something's amiss if I'm not able to hold it together long enough for that. But if I was a woman, I could see why I wouldn't want me in there shitting. <laughs> I bet women have more nasty poops than we than we're willing to let them get away or assume they do. Their lines are way too long too. That's the thing. It's like, oh god, if I like, if it was a gender neutral bathroom, and immediately it's just like, oh, I have to deal with all the ladies who are like, 
going in and like fucking like doing their makeup yeah. and getting their snatch pounded and all this stuff. Assume, all the course. stuff they do in the bathroom. Snizzing their snoozes with each other. Yeah, they're snobbling their my new, doctor's, <laughs> my new Dr. Seuss story about what I think happens snizzing in the ladies' room. snatches. They sniz in their snazziest of snazzes. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, they have that line, like... But you see the guy bathroom, and it's just, like, non-stop in and out. Oh, like, it's, like, almost like a revolving like, door. Dudes looking at their hands, like, eh, who needs to wash it? I, I think it was it's an ask... the new Andy and the Jones movie. I gotta get back in there. I think it was, like, an ask Reddit that I was reading. They're like, what's something surprising about your job? And, like, one dude's was, like, a janitor. It's just, like, the men's bathroom is so much cleaner than the ladies. Why is that? And all the guys are like, yeah, what up? And I remember asking that question. I worked at Target. And my manager was like, it's because guys don't wash their hands. You're disgusting monsters, and women's like floors are dirtier because there's water and, and paper towels, and them washing and cleaning themselves afterwards. And I was like, "Oh yeah, all right." You're slowly <laughs> taking your press hat off, <laughs> or like my, my men number one, like cleanly, cleanly. It's because you're disgusting monsters who wreck the bathroom and then just leave without even remotely touching soap. And I'm like. Oh, yeah, actually, you know what you said. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Look, we got a busy day. Not all of us have this like exuberant amount of time to wash our hands up to three times a day. <laughs> three times. Yeah, no. I always hung on to those. Like, oh, yeah, I guess that is why. Yeah, I'll do it because I pee so much because I drink so much water throughout the day. I'll just, like, unzip it and, like, shake my penis out at the urinal. <laughs> like, do a little dance with it. How you do No, that? it's, I got it down. <laughs> <laughs> it's really just, like, one thrust. <laughs> yeah. And the cobra comes out. <laughs> just, like, just, just, like, hands behind the back of your head, like a Valvina's taunt. Like, do 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 Whisper sweet nothings into my head. Uh... But I, I still have to touch it to put it back in. I haven't figured that routine out. But at that point, I'm like, that was barely anything. <laughs> what am I touching my clean my hands every time I touch my penis? Come on, it's the cleanest part of my body. We get right down to it, ladies. You can't expect me to do this. You just shove your thumb up your vag every time you pee. <laughs> I bet you don't. I mean, I'm trying to think of a situation where I've gone to a public restroom and never washed my hands. I'm like, I can't think of one, but. Mm -hmm. I've definitely seen people who do that. I've seen coworkers that have just ripped ass in the bathroom, clearly like had trouble flushing it, Ugh. get done, head to the bathroom, and it's like they try to taunt you where they start turning on the water and like almost as though it's a game to like catch their hand underneath the water before it actually touches it, and then they turn the water off, like all right I'm done, and it's like hey, you need to dry your hands. Nope, already out of the door. You're like. Like, maybe there's some, like, CIA thing or, like, top secret detector that's like, yeah, you know, the water didn't turn on at all when, after you put, well. Oh, yeah, well. It's, we it's, sensed when your feces hit the water. I assume it's a game. Like, they, they're they like, I'm going to play this for you and for your benefit. But there's no actual. Uh, but now it's so much happening. more suspicious because there's no break in the water stream, so. Oh, yeah. But again, that's how it be sometimes. Ew. After you're pooping? That's disgusting. No, for other people. I'm oh, sorry. okay. <laughs> pooping, I'll no, give you that. Pooping's like the one thing, well, like, well, this mandates the hand washing. Yeah, I mean, it feels pretty, it feels pretty tough not to. Especially since at least once per ripe, you get one of those breaks, and you're like, oh, my finger touched poopsies. <laughs> Feelsies. <laughs> oh, hold on, let me get my Azizas. Ew, my finger touched poopsies. Oh, no. Do you like white wine? I want to suck my dick now. I'll make it weird. Yeah. Let's have sex. Uh, I was at uh, 
the grocery store the other day, walking by the deli department, and I didn't hear what started it, but it was like this middle-aged house mom talking to this like older black dude behind the deli counter, and I just heard her say like, "Yeah, I like it on open-faced sandwiches," and his response was, uh, "Open-faced sandwiches? Like real suspicious? Like, like remember if you were like walking downtown and like some guy would stop you like, "Hey man, you got a couple minutes?" You'd be like, "Hmm." For what? Like he, th- <laughs> yeah, like he thought she was trying to lure him into something. Like, yeah, open face sandwiches where there's no top slice of the bread. And he's like, and you put it on later. No, it's just there's no top slice. So, <laughs> so not a sandwich. <laughs> just like the eyes, like constantly, like never <laughs> moving away. It, I wanted to hang out and see how much further it went, but it, it would have looked suspicious. <laughs> just eventually, you sitting there, like, hey, come on, keep let's. Get the benefit of the doubt. Let's see where this goes. And just her over... No, and... So he's like, so you put the slice on right before you eat it. No, I I eat the whole thing, and I enjoy it, and it goes in my tummy. And like, And then you eat the last slice of bread to make sure it's a sandwich? No, you don't eat it at all during the meal. He's like, what, so you eat it, like, later that night? Like, alone? Like, a piece of toast, maybe? Do you toast it, I like guess? Like, you can't afford to use two slices of bread. Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> I'm like, no, it's just... You only use one slice of bread. To save money. No, yeah, that's... Sometimes it's more expensive. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I end up just throwing out half a loaf of bread at the end of the week. Thought I had something there. Completely lost it. Mm-hmm. I started thinking about the ends of bread. And I was just like, did I ever, ever do anything with the ends of bread on a loaf of bread? I'd eat them. Yeah. I never wanted to. I always felt like they should have just gotten rid of them. They were good hot dog buns, kind of. Yeah, I could see that. For our dirt poor days of like, yeah, I don't know this, this like richy rich lifestyle of you throwing out <laughs> sandwich ends. I'm like nothing's good with this. Long crust, like licking dust off the floor. Like it's not that bad. <laughs> it's pretty good when you get around it. Have you heard of Rich Little? It's not a comical character of some kind. No, it's a real person, celebrity. No, I probably have. I just I'm not, it's not. He's a impressionist. He's been around since like the '60s. He's still alive. He's like almost 90. Mm-hmm. Uh, even during Dad's age, was kind of like an older guy, but was very famous for doing uh, like Nixon, and uh, came up with a Carson impression, um, and is still like a popular draw in Vegas amongst the oldest of the old. But uh, he did a Christmas Carol special in like the late '70s on HBO. Like the early days of HBO. Mm. And he was the entire cast. And it was him just doing impressions and just jackhammering them into the characters that were in The Christmas Carol. And I just thought the, the like cast listing was kind of ridiculous. It was W.C. Fields as Ebenezer Scrooge. Don't know who that is. Uh, like an old... A very old-timey actor, uh, always like no having a big nose. Like, get away from me, kid! You're bothering me. Scram! Came up with the term like, "There's a sucker born every minute." It's like right, a con right. artist. I'm gonna play my own small game in this. I'm gonna count how many people you name that I don't know, and this just turns into a bit like, "Look how old Mike is," and he's impressed with all these it's, old actors in this. It's not getting much better with this new one. Uh, Paul Lind. I feel like I may have heard Paul. Super. I'm sure you've heard him on some podcasts. He was like super gay. He was Uncle Arthur on like Bewitched and on uh, okay, yeah. Hollywood Square. Like, nah, see, I'm super gay. 
Did he say that? Is that his catchphrase? That was Bob Cratchit. Okay. Johnny Carson is Fred. I don't yeah, know who that is. I've never heard of that. I've never heard of that. Laurel and Hardy is the two solicitors. Oh, the, like, the... The comedy duo. Well, I, no, I mean, I'm saying in my mind, I'm like, oh, you mean the Beaker and uh, yeah. Bunsen. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm trying to be like, they weren't the Peter Rabbit, or not the Peter Rabbit. What's what's the name of the rabbit? Rizzo? No. No, the rabbit. Oh, uh, Buttons? No. Buster? Bubble? Blah, blah, blah. Beanie? Maybe? Bean? Uh, let me look at it. I think it's Bean the Rabbit. Uh... Muppets rabbit. Go ahead. Richard Nixon is Jacob Marley. Actual Richard Nixon? No, it's this is all of his impressions that oh, he's doing okay. for every one of these. He's the one man show. Is Rich oh, Little? Okay. Uh, Humphrey Bogart is the ghost of Christmas past. Groucho Marx is Fe- Bean Bunny. Yeah. Bean Bunny. Yeah. Groucho Marx as Fezziwig. Jimmy Stewart is Dick Wilkins. I don't know who that character is. Peter Falk. As Columbo, as the ghost of Christmas presents. <laughs> Gene Stapleton as Edith Bunker as Mrs. Cratchit. Oh, Arnie! Arnie! Truman Capote as Tiny Tim. Truman, good lord. This almost sounds like something I'd set up. And what's, I'm saying the celebrities' names, this is just his version of that celebrity doing this character. It, these are all still rich little. Peter Sellers as Inspector Clouseau as the ghost of Christmas yet to come. I mean, that ghost doesn't talk. Yeah. So what was it just? I'm like guessing he line. does in this version. One line at the end, or he just uh, talks the entire way. He's like, oh, man. I mean, Peter Sellers, Inspector Clouseau, was the French guy from Pink Panther. Like, oh, sacre bleu! If you don't change your ways. Oh yeah. Uh, again, in my mind, I can only think of the Steve Martin modern version, which is like hamburger, hamburger. <laughs> Uh, James Mason, George Burns, and John Wayne as the three businessmen. Oh, the ones arguing over Scrooge's Yeah, at his funeral. And Jack Benny as a boy. And I'm guessing that's the, uh, whatever. Christmas goose, sir, don't you know? It's Christmas goose, sir. I want to ask Dad, but Dad'd be too old. Like, I'd love to ask, like, some kid that, like, got sat down in front of this at, whatever, at, like, seven or eight. And they're like, you're going to love this kid. And just got smattered with a bunch of impressions he didn't know. I mean, it's somewhat enchanting, I guess. Like, in a world before, I guess, television was really that much of a thing. To have just been like, oh, hey. Because it was, what, like a radio thing? This is the late 70s. No, this is an animated cartoon. Oh, that's That was on rough. HBO. Yeah, it's pretty rough. I thought it was like a radio no, production. No, no. I was like, oh, okay. It's kind of, animated it's kind of an- cute in its own way. The animated cartoon. Hmm. That's yeah, a curious one. Not sure. How, not sure how kosher I am with that. Hmm. Yeah, that's an odd decision to go with. Yeah. But how surreal and like what it feels like something like, well, not that our not that like Grandma and Poppy ever paid for HBO, but if they had, they'd be like, oh, maybe they'll like this. Like, yeah, I'm, I don't know. That's there's a lot of times though where HBO puts out something. See, so your grandparents like, like no, it's it's Groucho. Get it? Like no, who? Like Os- no, Oscar the Grouch is in the trash can. What are you talking about? <laughs> He's a puppet. I even I know that. Oh my not God. real. Grandma, are you stupid? Do we have to commit you? <laughs> Grandma, I have so much faith in you. Are you stupid? <laughs> no, no, Oscar the Grouch is a puppet. Poppy, what are you? Are you just smack around a little bit? Get this out of her. So we did. uh... Trick or treat. 
just happened. Halloween, we're right on the cusp of like the end of October. So that's you started that with. We did like. Well, I say we as a collective community of Harrisburg. Okay. And uh, not our house specifically, because (laughs) once again, around six o'clock, Mom had already had our doors and like curtains drawn, and like I left. It was during the night I do one of my podcasts. So like I like left my room to get a bottle of water, and I heard Mom from like inside her door with the like the inside her room with the door closed, be like shh shh shh, as though like children outside were going to hear me walking and be like there must be candy in the house, break it down and scare that dog. Hand over the Snickers, Jaheeb. <laughs> uh, but we didn't do any trick or treating, which honestly I'm fine with. Uh. Contrary to popular belief, I'm at that point where I'm like, hey, I've got a dog that's pretty antsy about a lot of people, like, just showing up to the house, so I'm pretty okay with not having, or not doing anything. Uh, but, if we were, what was, like, your favorite candy to get as a kid? Uh, well, like, a full-size anything. Yeah, well, that's, I mean, weren't we in that house for a while? We used to be one of the few houses that would do full-size candy bars. I think we did, because for a long time we had a hard time getting people to come down the cul-de-sac. I don't know if, like, the neighbors put up a bad reputation, but I guess it was only, like, a 12... It's one of the few... It was one of the few, like, dead-end streets in the area, so... I guess a lot of people were just like, fuck it. And it was only houses on the one side of the street. Yeah. So, I think that the street eventually got a bad reputation, so Mom would buy a bunch of candy bars under some flimsy premise that we'd probably all just eat most of them by ourselves anyway. And I feel like we ended up having to give a lot of them away. I think we ate a lot of them. Oh, yeah, well, certainly. <laughs> I think it was just like that stupid peanut butter cup thing at Bishop McDevitt. Oh, the the, um, the candy sale or whatever? Yeah. It was, what, $50 for dollar-sized, king-sized bars? Which... And you had to take a box of uh, 30 home. Yeah. You had to. They didn't let you not take them home. And then your best option was, at the end of whatever the month, you brought back in the full box. And I assume it never once happened for us. No, it was always... It was almost like Christmas, where a box of full-size candy bars of, like, Four Snickers. peanut butter cups, 34 peanut butter cup yeah, packages. Yeah, Snickers, or not Snickers, it was, like, Hershey's. Kit Kats and Kit peanut Kats. butter cups. I think almond Hershey's were in there as well. I don't think we ever, I only, when I was there, I only remember the Kit Kats and the, the peanut butter cups. There was definitely Hershey bars, I thought, too. Maybe it was just those, but. They might have changed it for you. It was, I never, we didn't have it when I was there. Oh. But it was, it was <laughs> they 30 learned. of those showing up. And no, she was supposed to be, you're supposed to go door to door and sell these things. Because I think it's because we live so close to her, she was like a partnership with her. She where they're like, hey, we'll give you these bars at a discount. So a dollar is all you really need to yeah. actually make money off it. And it's and like, even hey, then a pretty good price for a buck. Yeah, for a king size. I mean, now it's egregious. Like now yeah. it's a regular size candy bar. It's like a dollar twenty-five or something shit like that. Yeah. But back in the day, even a dollar. Oh, I'd come if like some little kid came to our door right now. Like, hey, want a four pack of peanut butter cups for a buck? I'd be like, who'd you steal these off of? And who am I? Who am I getting angry? Like, are the Never Russians? Never mind. I don't are the, care. <laughs> are the Russians fighting me over this? <laughs> am I like it's inserting myself into a turf war? <laughs> But yeah, the cartel is going to come up and beat you up. Like you pay a dollar fifty for peanut oh, yeah. butter cups. Oh, it'd, it'd be just as much the same as if somebody walked to my house with a duffel bag filled with twenty five thousand dollars. Like here, just take this. I'd be like, mm, where's a full size candy bar for a dollar? Where's this? Where's this? You know, lead getting cut in on open face Who, sandwich. Who's benefiting from this? <laughs> I don't trust you one bit. Get out of here, you crazy child. And whipping them with my belt. Get out of here. <laughs> You got off in an instant. 
Uh, but yeah, it was like that to the house. The notion was you're supposed to sell them door to door, and in typical Arias fashion, uh, we never did it. Ate all the candy ourselves, and just had to pay thirty dollars at the end. We'd always have these like pie in the sky dreams. Like mom, like I'm gonna take half of these at work. You're gonna walk around the street. We did that once. I think me and Terry walked around the neighborhood, and for like three hours of work, sold like three. Yeah. It's one of those ones, too, where, like... Everybody was super nice, but it was a bunch of, like, no, if I give, sell to you, then every other dickhead in the neighborhood's gonna come over here. Yeah, which is honestly, unfortunately, how a lot of people in our neighborhood tended to work through things. Yeah. Just like, no, if I sell to you, I have to sell to everybody, and that sort of deal. Also, um, not where our school was. Yeah, like, Holy Name is a pretty sizable trek from where our house was. Even McDevitt was not oh, anywhere yeah. near McDev- this. Oh, McDev- yeah, McDevitt, that's right, this was a McDevitt thing. Uh, there were like t- at least two high schools between oh god us, yeah you where were we teenagers lived. too I would at least say like oh if you're like little kids doing it I can no. kind of understand it maybe not like, just oh. fucking my face exploding like a pepperoni pizza <laughs> <laughs> my cock engorged for no reason for no reason not that charming of a kid to begin with <laughs> yeah I'm busy listening to corn and whatever garbage yeah. I liked at that time on a Walkman no <laughs> Like Johnny Cicada. <laughs> I'm, I'm busy rocking out to Limp Bizkit and the Lionel Richie's greatest, the, the <laughs> Lionel Richie Essential album. What was your music of choice back then? Was it just like I know for a while you were into like hip hop, but yeah, hip hop came in high school. But outside of hip hop, it was a lot of eighty shit for the most part. And Green so Day, really, okay, there, yeah, okay, Green Day, and you liked like REM and. Yeah, I like the poster with like the two giant metal heads facing each other. That was Pink Floyd. Pink Floyd. Did you ever listen to Pink Floyd? Huh. Couldn't have told you a Pink Floyd song. I just went on some like crazy with my minimal allowance buying uh, buying streak at a Fishbone as soon Mm -hmm. as we got one because it was because what I saw like my slightly older cousin. When you're the oldest, you kind of really have to reach for like what's cool because I have no idea clearly. (laughs) And it was Lionel Richie CDs and Phil Collins. <laughs> and it's starting to make sense why I'm like, yeah, it's cool to be like in Magic Cards. And it was listening into, it was listening to my mom's soft rock favorites. <laughs> it was, yeah, I was jamming out to my mom's Billy Ray Cyrus CD, all the deep tracks no one enjoys. I mean, Dad was into Paul Simon. Dad wasn't into like any like hard rock. Uh, there was nowhere I was going to pick Zeppelin up. No, I don't even think I'm trying to think if Dad likes any rock whatsoever. The gut, uh, like he, Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, it's Bruce Springsteen, I guess. Jersey Rock. Well, I think I guess in my mind I'm thinking like bands. I'm trying to think like is it like U2 or like the Stones or ACD. I think he probably likes like hits of all of them, but I don't think he's. I think outside of like Paul Simon, I've certainly never Bruce heard Springsteen, of him. I don't think he's a gigantic fan of anybody. I've certainly never heard him talk about it. I think he dabbles a lot. Yeah, it's the one thing definitely. I never had that moment with Dad where I was ever like driving around with him that I could remember him being like, "Hey, listen to this guy. Like, let me tell you about why this band's great or something like that." Some which direction. feels like a quintessential like older like family member kind of moment. Yeah, it's like you know what? I'll probably never get into the Beatles. It's just not going to happen. Oh, well, I hate the Beatles. <laughs> Eleanor Rigsby is such a depressing song, and that was my introduction to the Beatles. It was probably mine too. An entire music class at Holy Name was devoted to listening to Eleanor Rigsby. It was like, this song's so depressing. Like, I'm seven. Well, and this is making me sad. Hold on. We're going to break it down verse by verse. Yeah. And somehow it'll plunge you into an abyss of depression. Oh, yeah. It's Where, just... like, the priest is the one you're most jealous of in the group. Yeah. You're like, oh, hey. So it turns out she's horrifically lonely. She, quote unquote, leaves her face in a jar. And you're, you know, the imagery alone of that is terrifying to a mm-hmm. child. Yeah. But she goes outside, miserable as all hell, and uh, I don't know. 
Well, I guess the priest gets to drink himself to sleep every night. Hooray. Yeah, I was like, this is awful. This is why the people like the Beatles? They're like, no, actually, most of them like every other song but this, I guess. But well, I don't No time. Yeah. I I, I really have given I the have Beatles to sit here and the... stare at the Netflix load-up screen while I wait for the new season of Fuller House to premiere. Any moment now. It's supposed to be the end, by the end of the year, so... We're getting there. They've got two months. Surprise me, Netflix. <laughs> yeah. The whole cast is supposed to be younger this time. Uncle Joey, Uncle Jesse, you've Dad, got, all of them together, same house. You've got nine weeks before I put a gun in my mouth and end this fucking <laughs> yeah, I'm like, this, horrific the, experiment. There was one thing all in this all together. I was like, well, this full of house season four is coming out by the end of the year. And hopefully all those letters I wrote about the Perfect Strangers reboot. Yeah, they'll finally get a hold of those and be like, oh, Belky's not doing anything? All right, let's get this together. Oh, but Larry's fat as shit? Hmm. Yeah, we can work with that. I think that's, that's just the makings of a new character. You know what? We'll make him gay. <laughs> Out of nowhere. Although, didn't I realize, like, the Dharma and Greg reboot? Or not Dharma, Will and Grace. The Will and Grace reboot is, like, already, like, crazy popular again. I was like, that seems astonishing to me. Yeah, I wish I could find the tweet. It was J. Elvis Weinstein tweeted it. But it was, I feel like, TV Guide or TV Ho. Like, some cable companies, like... No, like top ten shows what with like a, the biggest gay audience on it, and Will and Grace wasn't on it. <laughs> that seems impossible. Yeah, who else would be watching it? Check like girls. Let's just be older like women. girls that I'd say girls anywhere probably between like twenty five and eh, let's go like thirty and sixty. It's astonishing to me that it's like that crazy popular. But okay. I guess that I guess the people who like that are probably the same people. Who are like Avengers made how much money? Yeah. Like, that's insane. It's just superheroes. There's a thousand of those. I still... CBS is already charging for, like, the first episode of Murphy Brown. Those fucks. Oh, is that one of the shows on their exclusive network? <clears throat> I don't know. But it, on the on on demand, it's, um... You have to pay, like, five bucks to watch the first episode. Five bucks? And there are only three episodes in. The, for each episode, five bucks? No, if you catch them currently on On Demand, you can watch them free. But if you after a couple weeks, they become oh. premium. But, I mean, it's still $5 an episode yeah. after? That's fucking egregious. What Isn't are they, it? like, hour-long HBO-quality episodes with, like, CGI and shit? For some Because if not, then that's crazy. Can I buy most seasons for $20? Like, yeah. I'm paying 5 bucks an episode? 30 minutes for some withered old Murphy Brown reboot? That I didn't give a fuck about. So I paid it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, so I bought it twice. So we could have it on two different machines at once in case we want to play at the same time. It's, uh, I actually put it directly in your name. So it's uh, a perennial debt you'll receive every few weeks. Oh, well, Despite whether they're putting new content. Time to remember to cancel that one. I'm sure I'll remember tomorrow. There's no way I'll forget. Good old me. <laughs> <laughs> right into the dog poop. Uh, have you watched it all then? No, I was going. I really wanted to just watch the first episode. I thought it'd be weird to jump in on the fourth one. Yeah. Still a very hard reboot to get excited about. I'm surprised that. I'm curious what the conversation was in that room. Yeah, I mean, it's got to be. I have such a fascinated interest with the way like Roseanne did define a generation for that show. I don't think Murphy Brown defined. I guess for like eighty year olds, for like the people that were aging hippies when it was on, maybe it did. I mean, yeah, like that's the thing is like if it had its own market that you're like, yeah, these people like because I like when Roseanne came back, like part of the reason it was so huge was because it kind of represented like 
low income, rural, kind of like conservative value people. And it was like, oh, those are people who just don't have television made for them anymore. Mm-hmm. Like that's why that like Tim Allen show when it got knocked off to get people like this is insane. Like there's no cons- there's no show where conservatives aren't the bad guys anymore yeah. on television, and that's absurd. Uh, so like with Mur- with that you're like okay at least they're like they're going in for that market. But Murphy Brown, I was like who was who was the untapped market that's finally getting like penetrated now? But then I say that and that fucking uh, Lethal Weapon reboot. Was crazy popular. Finally, it's ending now because no one wants to do that show. Oh, really? The dude from the whoever was playing the Mel Gibson role in the first one, mm-hmm. uh, he left after the first season. And it was Damon wrong. Wayne's right? Was yeah, Murdoch? Yeah, and I and uh, Sean Michael or Sean William Scott, I think the guy from the Stifler. Yeah, the guy from the American Pie. Um, no, um, Dukes of Hazard. Reboot. They okay, yeah, Stifler from yeah. American Pie. Yeah, I was, I was like, I'm not sure. Yeah, he, he's playing the new guy now, and then Damon Wayans is like, I'm leaving, and they're gonna make, I guess, make like two more episodes and be like, we're done now, no more, because <laughs> no one wants. To oh wow! Show. So the audience but wanted it, but people pop, just didn't want to do pop, it. But it's all pop. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. actually getting decent ratings. You're like, that's crazy, because I don't know anybody who's talked about that show once. No. It's one of those shows, and I'm like, oh, that's actually still on. I would have assumed it got canceled in like a like a fall half preview thing. I feel like that Magnum P.I. show is still on. We really are just a, like a culture that's a sucker for nostalgia. Well, because we just consume so much, we have to like start eating the tail, too. Because yeah. it's like, oh, we're running out of like new shit. I mean, it is true. It's astonishing how frequently I could finish a series, series on Netflix and be like, that was good. And not be like, time to rest. And like recover and out into the world. It's like, let's find something new to start catching up on or something like that. Yeah, knowing that, like, yeah, the old way where I only got, like, one episode of this a week was probably better, but... I do miss that. I honestly do. Like, I'm... Still I, get it with Game of Thrones, at least. Yeah. I'm I'm, 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 I'm trying to, like, because I caught up on Good Place in, like, a weekend. Like, it was <laughs> it was shameful at how quickly I caught up on Good Place. Just your phone blowing off the hook with, like, Grubhub requests. Just, like, I'm like, no time! No time! <laughs> Good Place! It needs me! Now, I'd watch, like, five or six episodes, like, while I was, like, in bed, being like, I'm gonna go to sleep any minute now, and then, like, three episodes, they'd be like, oops! <laughs> uh, but now it's, it like, the show's current, like, the third season's currently running, so I'm, like, watching it on demand now, and it's like, oh, this, I can wait, like, three weeks and catch episodes like that, or I can just watch it one at a time as it comes out. But so still, with commercial like breaks, that. right? Oh god, yeah! And if it's on demand, they're longer commercial breaks than if the show's actually like, this, running. And is it? You're so spoiled. You're like, this is worse than Auschwitz now. Well, yeah, I really am digging. But it's like it's one of those things too. Where you're like, why is it like a long? I don't even mind commercials that much. But when there's more commercials than when like it's the same commercials, that's what really bothers me. Yeah, and especially that, when it's the same trailer for the same garbage show that you have no interest in watching. Or it kills me like with YouTube. I generally I don't mind ads on that sort of stuff. But when it's the same ad for like a month and a half, I'm oh like, man, going up to elections. Oh yeah, well now elections are a little bit amusing because at least you get a mixture of that. But for like a month and a half, it was that fucking Destiny Two ad where it's just like put Aldrich in the ground. It's only ten seconds long. There's no skip for it because it's just it's just ten seconds. It's done, and you're like I I have to have seen this commercial a hundred and fifty times by now. Like I anything else at this. 
be a, an ad for like dudes who love cocks in their mouths, and it's just it's shots of like someone who looks a lot like my dad getting popped. Out, <laughs> and I'm just like, this is uncomfortable. Suspiciously like dad. <laughs> Suspicious. Like he has a goatee that kind of looks painted on, and I was like, if it weren't for that goatee, that'd be dad. But <laughs> yeah, if it weren't for those Groucho, weren't for those Groucho glasses, I swear yeah. to God, that was dad. I'm like, dad doesn't normally wear salmon, so if it, I don't think it, would if be it wasn't him. for that little birthday hat. I'd be 100% sure that was Dad. I mean, Just it, taking eight dicks in the mouth. It's weird. I could see his wallet and his IDs hanging out. It definitely says Martin L. Uh, but that could be a lot of other Dad's things. a pretty savvy guy. I can't imagine he would have left his wallet in his pocket yeah. for this porn shoot. This <laughs> insanely gay porn shoot. Because I'm not going to lie. This is an enormous hog to this is, and I, I don't think, know how they could show this as an ad on YouTube. I support, really the gay movement. I support the gay movement entirely, but I feel like this video is setting the gay movement back quite a few years. <laughs> it's mean, just so gay and gross. Yeah, I mean, Lionel Richie couldn't find anything else to put his music on top of than this. Come on now. Hey, you got to explore your possibilities, baby. <laughs> Lionel, get out of here. They paid in dimes. <laughs> That's not a lot. What? I fired my agent. <laughs> But yeah, I'd rather I'd rather watch that than that, that fucking Destiny commercial after a while. At work, because I listen to music a lot while I'm working. And yet you've never tried Pandora or Spotify. No. That's astonishing. That's mind-blowing. I should. I'll make a mental note. It's, it's almost like... Should I start with... Uh, is it like a, a learning curve? I have to start with Pandora before I move up to Spotify? Pandora is generally, I think, just a better version of Spotify. Because, right. well, Spotify radio. I always thought it was some gay thing. I don't know. Or something chicks used. Pandora? Maybe I based it no, on the it's name. Like, I think, the reason I think you haven't used it is because it's a big college student thing and you were out of college before it became like a thing. Because it's just a radio, it's just a radio station that you say like Yeah, we didn't Metallica. have like, we didn't have streaming stations. Yeah, right? you say like Metallica that. and it'll, it'll create a station that's going to play a lot of Metallica songs and a lot, a lot of songs like Metallica. And then you could thumbs up what you want to be like, hey, I want songs. Did Metallica like actually put their songs on there? That'd be surprising. Yeah. Wow. I, Almost positive it is, yeah. I, yeah, such, no, no, I listen to some. There's such misers. I have an ACDC station. Metallica comes up on it a lot, mm. so yeah, occasionally you get ads in it. But then, like, you thumbs up songs you like, and you'd be like, "Oh, hey, put these like I want more songs like this in this station," and it just customizes it based off that. It's a good way to find new music. And you can do it on your work computer. There's not yeah. an issue. I mean, as long as your work didn't block it, which doesn't sound like they do if they're allowing you to check out Sugar Ray Leonard biopics for... for well, I, I'm sticking on Wikipedia. I'm not going <laughs> on to, like, CD boxing sites for my stuff. <laughs> but uh, on the, the YouTube channel work, like, between every other song, because I guess we're a Chicago-based company, I get a lot of Illinois political messages, so it's about people I've never heard of. And it's uh, a lot of mudslinging, so it's always like... Pat Roberts is a bloated piece of shit. <laughs> He's running for Congress. Like, oh, that's oh, four seconds left. I guess I'll have to sit through this. But I can't complain. Fuck your dad in the mouth, Dad. No. How do I like? How do I do this call to HR? Like, excuse me, I was goofing around on YouTube listening to Mike and the Mechanics, and then I had my ears subjected to this rancid noise. Like mechanics, so it's like a work-related thing. They talk about autos and how to evaluate damage. Uh, they talk about the damage of relationships in a way. Certainly, they explore it. Do you think you get along with your dad? Do you think you've said all you've had to say? Yeah. Because have you said it in the living years? Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to remember the name of the song, and I was like, "No, son of mine." I'm like, "No, that's the unofficial sequel to <laughs> in the living years." 
I don't want to get off on a rant. I'm sure you'd like to go back to silent running. It's like you're doing deep tracks. No, I was like, I yeah, I think I know literally in the living years, and that's the only mic. That's the one. Can you hear me running, calling out to you? Never heard of this, but I guess I'll check it out. I always thought it was supposed to be like a threatening kind of song, but it's apparently the story is it's supposed to be like a dad that gets blasted into the future, and he's trying to like reach out to his family in the past to tell him he's still coming. That's the the notion, is it's... That's it. Silent running. Yeah. Well, there's an actual video, too. Well, I'm not going to watch the, the video. <laughs> but wait, it's the notion, like, it's a whole story of, like, a dad gets flung into the future, or that's yeah. what the video is? The video's got, that's, that's what the song's supposed to be about, and the video's got elements, obviously, on a budget, so it, it's a lot harder to kind of grasp that. Okay, I have heard this tune, definitely. Because no, at one point he says, I'm with the high command. <laughs> I'll actually find like the chorus here. There it is. I'm with the high command. Yeah, I definitely have heard this song before. It's a solid song. Yeah. I don't know. I always thought it was like a guy calling someone else out for a fight. Like, can you hear me running? Can you hear me calling your name? I could see it, yeah. I mean, that'd be an oddly tough song for Mike and the Mechanics. It's like, a bit soft, a, yeah. You follow up a guy living living years <laughs> with this, with you crying your tits off over your dad dying. And... <laughs> That's the notion. It's like, wait, is the story, it's like a dad, like, being like, kids! Kids! And I'm like, wait, is all the Mike and the Mechanics soundtrack, like, these weird, almost, like, image pieces of different struggles with fathers? <laughs> all I, uh, like and they also had All I Need is a Miracle. It's like, all I need is a miracle. It's about a dad fighting a lion to save his children. It's about your dad just not having the decency to wait to die until you got back from Arby's. <laughs> and you're, like a real hunk of shit. And, like, he knew you kind of wanted those curly fries, but... I said I was going to bring him back some. Some would make it. No matter what, dad. Some. some. Yeah. I asked for my own order. It just, sounds exactly like the last one. Just get to the chorus. I don't know where the chorus is. There. Force. It's coming up. Look. It's not quite Phil Collins. It's one like standard deviation away. Yeah. I may have heard this one before, but I mean, I'm not. All I need is you, my dad, not That's to die. <laughs> the last one I think I'm listening to that one. Ooh, oh, I wish it would rain down by Phil Collins. <laughs> Yeah, and that's a great thing. You start the, the YouTube on the Mike Mechanics. Well, that's it's a natural ducktail into... If you want, that's what Pandora is. Like, when you... It's the Pandora, but you don't have to, like, force yourself to go, like, scroll across to find these things. So it's yeah. not, like, a gay cruising music no, service? No, <laughs> No, when you turn on, dudes don't know where you live so they can show up in, in thongs and start cock-pounding your door to be like, well, you wanted this, right? You promise. <laughs> you start... <laughs> yeah. And I have your word. A hundred... 99.9. You can't see, but me and Christopher are invoking Saman and <laughs> cutting our hands. <laughs> yeah, I promise you, Mike, you're not going to get burned by this one. It's Five seconds later. <laughs> you turn it on at work. The Venga bus pulls up. <laughs> <laughs> they don't normally show up. They, this is a special event because you, I don't know why the first station you put was the Venga bus channel. But <laughs> no, this is Venga boys, but it's actually dudes. <laughs> well, that's like, because you can set it for different, um, uh, different sort of 
stations and different Vanga Boys. You're saying? Yeah, you can set up for all the Vanga Boys. I can, I can listen to their. Should Should you need them? If I'm only into the sophomore album. Yeah, you can get all of them at that point. Uh, and I think I'm trying to see if mine is still connected in there because I have definitely created quite a few uh, stations on my Pandora. That I have to occasionally look back at and be like, this was a curious, like, what was Christopher Design doing that he decided this was 100% necessary to have, like, ooh, an all-Christmas song station? And did it take a lot of time? No, again, all you do is you just type in, like, hey, I want a station of this, and boom. I don't know, was that a happy Christopher, or was that a, a Christopher? Like, no, I think it was like during... Desperately searching for something that might make him happy, like maybe Christmas music. No, so. Christmas music, like, I think it was just like when I get in like a Christmas season, I like, I like like having, like I'll turn on, like when I'm working, I'll turn on like a U-Log YouTube channel that just has that, and just like that ambiance of like the fire cracklings of Christmas music, it's like good to zone in with. Hmm. Not everything in my life, sad Mike. No. There's, there's a couple of nuggets of goodness. I'm not so sure there. about that one. <laughs> Are you sure? In the middle of July, like. no, it's not in the middle of July. It's like when you know October comes around. Okay, or, like you know, it's like, it's actually like cold out and everything like that. Pandora, what's happening here? You're making me look like a fool in front of Mike. So it sucks, is what. You're, <laughs> oh, obviously, yeah, no, 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 it doesn't take 25 minutes. A giant dumpster fire of a streaming service is what I've seen. <laughs> No, it normally doesn't take 35 minutes for it to turn on. I swear. That's why, Mikey. That's not what happens. Yeah, see? I put all of our stock into Pandora, but I'm sure it'll, it'll work Come on, itself out. you make me look bad. Kind of the Palooka. <laughs> the Palooka? Um, the Palooka? I'm, I'm insulting you to your face? <laughs> yeah, it's a backhanded compliment. Without the compliment. Uh, I think, are you the one who told me you were following Lisa Foils at one point? Yeah, on Facebook. From Still I am. I'm not really... I deleted Facebook, the app on my phone, so I don't really, like, stroll through it anymore, but... Mm. She was insanely hot. There was one period of time where I was actually working on a project with her. Oh, really? Yeah, it was a gaming show that one of my, like, the friends I had from Channel Awesome was was starting up, and she was going to be a co-host on it, so we actually did, like, a test episode from it. The only reason that I got reminded of that is because Palooka was a thing. There was some new, I think it was like the new Devil May Cry game was coming out. They changed Dante's look. I was like, he looks like a palooka. And my one like friend was just like, palooka, what's that? And I was like, it's like an old-timey boxer. And I was like, why are we going, why are we running with this bit? I'm, yeah. like, I'm sitting around, I'm like, this is a, this is an odd thing to have called him, too. I feel like it's got to be derivative of Polish, somehow. Oh, probably. But, hey, what are you going to do? You know what I just heard? That uh, fits, when you see it at the start of a last name, mm-hmm. usually means they're the bastard. Of a, like, let's say your name's Fitzgerald, it usually means like you're a bastard branch of the Gerald family. Hmm. Really? Yeah. And a shot, obviously, a shockingly large amount of those in the Irish community: Fitzsimmons, Fitzgerald, Fitzpatrick. It's not all good times, you say. And uh, Espinito in Spanish usually meant you were an orphan. It was just the generic orphan name. Espinito. I never even heard of that one. As a last name. Uh, Gus from Breaking Bad, Gene Carlo Espinito. Hang everything on <laughs> Breaking Bad characters. I like, can all day long this. if I feel like it. The the new season of Better Call Saul was phenomenal. One of the best things I've seen on television in a long time. Yeah, it's taken some time, but it, it's basically just the Saul Goodman, Mike, and Gus show, hmm. which you've been waiting for a while. I don't think I've ever heard that one. All right. I, I tried watching, I think, the first or second episode. I've, the only thing I've heard people say 
is they're like, oh man, that show is so slow. Like it's pacing is crazy, like uh, lethargic. It's slow it, as molasses. I've heard some say. There's a lot of him trying to be like a legitimate attorney, which is pretty boring, even for someone in law school. It's it's not very exciting. The best part, but you always have like some crazy Mike storyline going on, and okay. just to see Mike come back is is amazing. And then slowly Gus becomes involved, and then this season he's basically finally like made the full turn and become Saul Goodman. Oh, has he? Yeah. So I'm guessing it's probably going to end soon. I imagine the end will be Walt walking into the office. Oh, yeah, I get, like, one episode with uh, Brian Cranston. It's just, like, a cameo. Yeah. I could see it. It would make sense. Uh, Okay, so... I've created... Well, my Phil Collins radio station was created back in December 2008. Uh, Irish pub rock radio was When did the company start? probably been around since like 2007 or so okay uh, my Irish pub rock station created in March 2011 hmm depression royale radio station I'm not sure what that one is you didn't create it did you I did oh you did I don't know what it, depression royale I think is a band but I don't know what band it is at this point uh, Foo Fighters radio classic Mumford and Sons radio I was into Mumford and Sons a hot couple months uh, those are, yeah <laughs> So the Christmas radio created after. Are they that, done? Then, what Mumford and Sons? Sons? Yeah, I thought the radio. okay. I thought they took like a long sabbatical or something. I mean, they might. I don't know. I mean, I created the radio station in 2013, but they've been dead to me since. Oh, then. I mean, they seemed like they were so big too for a time. Yeah, I mean, they were huge influences on my life, but they actually saved my life when you think about it. But I don't know. I don't know if they're still <laughs> music anymore. Who gives a shit? Bunch of queers with a banjo. Uh, Christmas radio. So my all Christmas station. Christmas uh, Radio B. <laughs> yeah, in case the first one's on. Christmas there. Radio B1. Uh, Kickstart My Heart radio station. So you can base it on just a song, too, if you want. Like, if you just, like, want So you just song. hear Kickstart My Heart over no, and over again? No, you hear Kickstart My Heart, and then they'll oh. play other Motley Crue stuff, and then they'll also play other songs like Kickstart My Heart. Like, they actually have, like, a system that breaks down, like, oh, low vocals, uh, high rhythmic drum percussion beats, like, heavy use of synth guitar, and they'll be like, oh, those are the... Now, I'm not saying those are the elements that kickstart my heart. I'm no. just saying like those are elements they'd be like, oh, this song has these, and they'll find. Or it just drops you off in a glam metal station. It might, yeah, some of it. Like I power metal, it. Uh, '90s hip hop, uh, Carly Rae Jepsen, and then Hell Bells. <laughs> Carly Rae, her whole <laughs> network. What did she have? Like two albums? Her second album is so good, brother. It's so excellent. Tom Hanks is on like nine songs. Yeah, he's he's on a couple, and then uh, Hell's Bells radio station. Okay, that's not bad. But yeah, you can, you can make as many as you want. I don't think they stop you. Into it. Hey, you have, next time you go up to the bathroom, you have like a fucking two-inch-long ear hair that's just like spiraling out on uh, your left ear. And I only notice it because the light's right behind you, so it's like a spotlight on it every time you like <laughs> turn your head. I've had brought this up on the podcast. You could have kept it quiet until no, you, you must know. Everyone, you must know. This is <laughs> no, what I'm no, dealing no, with. No, no, I had to bring it up this, right now. By the way, Mike, you had an enormous dildo on your face right now. But that's intentional. <laughs> no, that's part of my It's that's part of my, my motif. All right, well, anything else you want to say? Uh, I got one. I should have a couple as we actually start the bowl, but... Um, I got one, what would you... Uh, let's say you got your left arm blown off right above the elbow. So, like, right here, yeah. essentially. Okay. Um, you're not allowed to use a prosthetic arm. Uh, your options are to pin it 
to your shoulder, the remainder of the sleeve, or you can tuck the sleeve into your pocket. This isn't easy fine. It's just kind of sad. Like, oh, I'm disabled now. This is how I have to live my life. Yeah. <laughs> this is, what, what a weird, morbid one. Mikey, do you need to have a talk about some stuff? No, this is just an interesting... I heard this on a radio uh, on the podcast, and I thought, like, what would I do? I mean, it's not that depressing, because I'm not a... It's not like, whatever you answer, I'm going to blow your arm off. Yeah, but it's like, normally it. it's like, oh, I, I was expecting things like, you can either replace it with an enormous penis. This one I wasn't or, sure was good or, enough. For or me. like, a wiggling octopus arm, but sometimes it goes out of control and starts slapping you around or something like this that. This one I wasn't so sure. It's if like, would... how do you manage this horrible disability? I wasn't sure if this was ready for the bowl, so I, I chose to bring it up. In this oh yeah, definitely. It's not ready topic. for the bowl. It's very sad. Um, I don't know. I assume that I'd pin it up. Like, that way people know. Because what if somebody, like, accidentally passes by, you hit your arm, the sleeve falls out, and they're like, whoa, oh, man, I'm so sorry, I didn't really Well, you like... fasten the sleeve, same. But if someone still accidentally bumps up against you or something like that, or well, if someone, like, it, you said it's my right arm that's... It's that's your it? left, your left, your non-dominant. Left. Okay, but if someone, for some reason, still needs, keep this like, is trying to reach it to my left arm or something like that, I'm like, oh, sorry, my left what arm. instance would someone reach for your left arm? I don't know. The situation so- comes up, but the situation's never going to come up if I have it pinned up to my sleeve. But what situation are people randomly grabbing your left arm that don't know you? If they brush up against your left arm, they accidentally bump you. Well, you're not trying to fool anybody. It's very apparent. I'm not trying to fool anybody, but why am I trying to hide it? Because that's more casual, I guess. It's not Is noticeable. It? Or am I just saying, like, hey, I lost part of my arm here, guys. I'm still human. What if uh, I told you you could fill it with, like, tissue or toilet paper to, like, fill it out? No, I'm just, like, I'm becoming a scarecrow now. I can't have prosthetics, but I'm going to fill myself up with trash. To replace it, but the pin yeah, it's a hundred percent what they do with scarecrows. Like during Halloween, you fill it up with old newspaper and garbage, but you put it out on your lawn. There's no garbage. <laughs> There's no garbage. <laughs> fill, no one said you had to fill I'm this with like apple with, cores, like, and and tuna fish bones, and like old used tissues. The fish bones where it still has the head on it. There's no one said you had to put that in there. It's just <laughs> stuffing. It's same tissues. Thing. It's the same thing as essentially. But you're filling it out more, and now it's go. You're filling it out more. It looks. The idea is to it like walk exactly by like and not have people staring at you. Paper and bullshit. But yeah, <laughs> it's about making but, less of a spectacle of yourself. That, Do you not want to get stared at? In the middle of summer, and I've created another. Like everyone's like, why are you wearing long sleeves? Oh, for your weird trash-filled <laughs> sleeve that you pin to your, your your pocket that you can't use anymore. Well, summer you're kind of fucked. But let's <laughs> say it's a, you move north <laughs> off the Hudson Bay. And every time I'm wearing like a shirt, and someone's just like, "Wow, your hand never leaves your pocket." It's but like, you get you get because lo- I've created the illusion of my trash filled arm. To you get a lot less. Track. You get a lot less looks just walking down the street, at least. Yeah, I think you get a lot more looks. Like my right arm doesn't move, or my left arm doesn't move correctly at all because it's filled with garbage <laughs> and into my pocket. Is this a thing that people do? There's no garbage. There's no garbage at all. You're making it's filled with tissue paper and I'm like the scientist in the lab coach just like like tearing my hair out. Like you're fucking up this whole experiment. Why is the banana peels falling out? Like a guy at McDonald's like just at the bed good burger wipes his mouth and just stuffs it down my sleeve and I'm like, Yep, that's the right place. Why is that used bed bobbin napkin in there? That's I gave you tissue paper. And I was like, sorry, Doc, it's the same as everything else after a while. It's all bullshit. <laughs> but this weird facade I decided to throw up. 
You can just stop people from staring at you for a little bit. Once again, if there's gar- kitty litter falling out, it's not going to do that. But that's not; those weren't the parameters. But I, like, given. it's not like I see someone with one arm and I automatically like I'm like a dude in a truck that just saw like a hot chick up. Like, like I just be like, oh, like okay. You do a second look. Like, click, you click. do a second look. If you saw like a sleeve pinned to someone's shoulder, especially if I'm interacting with them, like just as like a knowledgeable sort of thing of like, oh, okay, here they have some awareness of it. But stuffed with, <laughs> stuffed with some newspaper, stuffed with tacked, garbage. Tacked. <laughs> do, I, do I buy a new newspaper every day and fill it with that? You say garbage, Did but your you? context isn't garbage. No. Your context, well, hold on. In your no, mind, am I buying, there's like pizza crust and shit falling I, out and lemon slices. Am I buying slices. a new newspaper every day to fill with? No. Then, then after one day, it immediately becomes old newspaper, which is therefore trash, which I'm stuffing my full uh, No, but the context is you're saying garbage. Someone's like, oh, I need a You're tissue. literally like talking about like dirty diapers falling out of your arm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, people are obviously going to notice that. They're not going to notice a two-day-old newspaper rolled up. I think they might have. Plus, not using it to like wipe your mouth after meals. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's napkins and horseshit in there. There's no horseshit. There's no horseshit. <laughs> it's just it's nonsense. It's this just is this is garbage you're putting in. We now. both lose our arms. I've just pinned mine up, and I walk by you every time. I'm kicking your stupid trash field sleeve out of your pocket. I'm like, look at this idiot. Can't just pin it up like the rest. It's of It's just us. gonna be stuffing. You're just gonna look like the dickhead <laughs> in this scenario. No, I kick yours, and quarter bottle, pounder wrappers fall out because you're beer bottles doing pop it. out. And- no, old sticks and dust. No, the point of my experiment is to make less of a spectacle of myself. You're I feel just, like you're not. Like it's like a hand that never leaves a pocket. Like, so look, you're either saying one. I'm just trying to avoid the glancing blow as I walk by people. Did not have people like, oh, what's that? Oh, you'd have to like you're never or gonna, children like pointing. You're, ne- you're never gonna match the aesthetic though of like a prosthetic with something that's just filled with like. For lack of a better word, trash. <laughs> paper. Paper. That's like, the better word. Paper doesn't move like a human arm. You're talking like I just... So took... it's like a really windy day out. I'm here in New England. I'm off on the, the wharf about to go to my job on the fisher boat. And, like, the wind is kicking out. No job on a fisher boat tra- getting with one arm. Your trash, bo- your trash arm is swinging in the breeze because it's just paper. That happens sometimes, maybe. <laughs> that happens sometimes, maybe. But it, you keep saying trash, well, as though I'm taking like a, a garbage bag out of the dumpster it's, behind just, Applebee's and it, it, it just shoving that under my jacket. It feels in like uh, like no concernable, uh, discernible difference in my mind when it's just like you're filling it with old newspaper. And <laughs> what makes newspaper newspaper doesn't really get old old until you throw it in with garbage and it's got like fish guts and bacon grease on it. I'm just saying, hey, if I had. All right, I'm going to start putting old newspapers in your room, and I'm going to wait for you to be like, get this trash out of my room, and I'm going to be like, ha! Useful amputee him out of my room. Yeah, it's going to be saving lives. This is like Iron Man equipment over here. Well, do I have to drop it off at Hershey Medical myself, or are you going to do it? <laughs> they need this for all those sick people. No, I... <laughs> You're taking the pin on the shoulder. 100%. Yeah, it immediately tells people what's up. I, you're looking at me like I'm crazy. I feel like this is such an open and shut case. No. Rather than, like, trying to pretend I'm some scarecrow that I've, I'm filling my shirt with newspaper every morning so I can hold on to some facade. All right, what if Because for some reason, some vengeful genie is preventing me from getting any process. What if it... Anyway. Okay, what if it lasts for a year and you can switch off to doing the the, the paper-stuffed arm for what the next year? What am I doing year? this for? Like, I just don't understand it. 
Well, I mean, you can always end your life at your own point. But, but I'm no, saying, I'm like, cool. do you want to change your pace? You're like, oh, well, you that, know what? This does look more casual. Like, what if the day after you switch to just tucking it in the pocket with, like, some pillow stuffing inside, not garbage? <laughs> pillow stuff. Like, cotton swabs now? Not watermelon used rinds. Or what, no. Yeah, used, this is, you need to set this switch and do it. Like, like... Yeah, just like, Chris, why are there a bunch of Trojan condoms coming out of your... <laughs> Sounds like that. Because I was told to fill it with garbage. No, you you weren't. Fill your arm with garbage. No, you're a big fucking garbage scarecrow. A year's supply of paper towels (laughs) to shove in there. And I'm like, yeah, you know what paper towels generally use for wiping up garbage? I gave you other paper towels for wiping up garbage. Hey, guys, that's the dump so I can make my new prosthetic arm for a week. (laughs) That one got pretty smelly. Mikey, let me fill it with used (laughs) toilet paper. No, I didn't. I gave you brand new toilet paper. This toilet paper that I'm crumpling up anyway. But you shove it in your pocket, and uh, it's not going to work. Obviously, I'm wearing a T-shirt, so you can see my arm. But it doesn't look as bad. You can just walk down the street and not be a circus freak. All right. First and foremost, circus freak sounds offensive. They lost an arm. They're not not Freddy Krueger. Well, I didn't tell you how you lost it. Uh, Second of all, again, we've determined several snares. It's very warm out. You can't. You don't want to look weird wearing a long sleeve shirt. There's seasons. Uh, it's very windy out. Your arm's going to start blowing like crazy. It's windy sometimes, not most of the time. Rains. It immediately starts getting wet in your trash-filled sleeve. It's going to start looking obvious that it's not a human arm. How much if time you... am I spending outside that my jacket is getting completely soaked? Are you wearing a jacket now, too? You're wearing a couple layers over top of this? Yeah, it's going to be, for the most part, a jacket most of the time. Okay. So, yeah, every time you have to, like, take off your jacket and your shirt, then, from over top of it, well, everyone... you have to, like, hurl out your... Trash filled. Well, everyone. <laughs> sleeve chicken bones just a strewn, like chicken wing bones flying everywhere. Yeah. No, I mean everyone at work at home knows I'm a freak. It's it's this is just to walk down the street and not have, feel the eyes constantly. Yeah, I don't feel like it's that bad. I've definitely seen people who are amputees of some kind. And I don't like. I'm not just like that poor freak should have put his arm in his pocket and filled up with garbage. What <laughs> if it look, was... He'd have looked normal like the rest of us. Because the scenario... A brief, they, a brief visage. The scenario they did on the podcast, it was a, a military officer. So what if it's a military jacket with badges and, you know, pins, medals on it? I mean, at that point, I'm just respecting That's more know. eye-catching. The sleeve, you still have the patches going down the arm, too. I've seen a lot, you've seen a lot of people with military outfits who have the sleeve, the arm sleeve pinned up. Yeah, well, that's a choice. Yeah. Wrong choice. And I've made an easy choice because it's the right one that isn't some weird, like, just this Dr. Frankenstein scenario where, like, I'm filling my arm with rancid meats. Just giving up <laughs> on the fashions of the day. Fashions of the day. I could still wear it. I'm just pinned it up. It's like, I feel like you're pinning it up. It's like I'm going still. up in a jumpsuit that I wear upside down. And <laughs> I feel like you're still, like, pinning it up with garbage in it for some reason. <laughs> No, there's no need because I've I've accepted what's happened, and for some reason you're over there with your weird straw man, like there's straw patches not, on it, and straw's like, not bad. That's inexpensive, I guess. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, what an odd scenario you decided to create and throw out there, but yeah, I believe that's... we got a lot out of it, and you know, you showed how foolish you are as usual. Mm-hmm. I think we've. Practical Mikey came out on top <laughs> yeah, again. I think, think I'm watching going to save not needing prosthetics with all that trash you could just reuse inside <laughs> of your arm. I could keep my lunch in there. You could. Like a nice hoagie. Some, I'd have to pick like limb-shaped kind of foods. I could just have like a banana put in sideways like poking out of the jacket. 
I mean, you could, because again, it's this... No, but then I lose the, I'm not trying to make a spectacle of myself when there's like a pineapple. But you're stuffing sandwiches down (laughs) your shirt sleeve? Limb-sized, limb-shaped sandwiches. I just need to create a silhouette of... I'm uh, just waiting for the scenario where this happens, and you've, like, your meatball sub is just dripping marinara sauce into your jean pocket. You couldn't do it with like, hello, madame. Too wet. Maybe like a, a, a nice pastrami. Sauce on it? A little bit of mustard. Just mustard, no ranch. On a pastrami? Maybe they offer it to you. You're eating pastrami with ranch. I'm just saying. I'm saying they offer it to you, Mikey. See, like I feel like you're creating an even more ridiculous scenario. <laughs> I don't think Christopher's eating pastrami with ranch. I don't eat pastrami in general. Corned beef. Yeah, but then you get a little sauce with it. I do a corned beef. Yeah, but just a little bit of mustard. The bread's going to soak most of that up. Um, hey, it's not going to be the clean. It's not going to be the cleanest. Uh, open face, though. Ooh, open face. <laughs> there you go. Wrapped it all up. Brought it back up. Title of the episode. All right. Uh, Anything you want there out there, it's a plug. Check me out on Instagram and Twitter, uh, Michael J. Larios, and on YouTube, Michael Larios Stand Up. There you go. That's good to do it for Super Larios Buzz Podcast. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-